Good morning. It's Thursday morning. Hope you're uh, doing well today. I'm excited to be back with you again today for our daily study this week. We're doing, we're kind of walking hand in glove with our Rooted in Christ study here at St. Matthew's. I hope this is a blessing to you as we go a little deeper into one single passage, not, not jumping around to a bunch of them like we've done in the past, but going deeper with one, uh, with one, one passage. Um, today, this month, this week, whatever, whatever season it is, this week we've been looking at Joshua 24. We've looked at the world behind the text, what the covenant means, and what's happening behind the text here. We've looked at what happened on the paper. And today we're going to look at what's called the world in front of the text. What does this passage mean for me and you today? So let's, uh, let's read this passage again and consider what it means to me and you. It says this. It says, Then Joshua gathered together the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and sermoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. They presented themselves to God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him to all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. Now to verse 14. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the region, beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in the land who you, who you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us, up, brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we, we passed. The Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who live in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you and having done after, after having done you good. People said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses, witnesses against yourself that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. They said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you. Incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. People said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and him we will obey. And Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statues and ordinances for them at Shechem. So we, today we're going to talk about what's called the world in front of the text. What does this passage mean to me and you today in our lives here in 2020, um, November, here in the month of November? What does this passage mean to us and for us? This is such an interesting call for Joshua to the people to choose to serve the gods of their neighbors or choose to serve the God, the Lord God. And I think for us, we face the same choice. And you may say, Andy, that's, that's an interesting thing to say because we live in Mississippi, many of us. We live in the buckle of the Bible Belt. Our neighbors are Christian. Yeah, most all of us profess the name of Christ. We do. Now, I think our challenge is our faith ultimately is defined by what defines us. 
What is it in our life that gives us meaning and gives us purpose? And y'all, I know we're all Christians. So if you say what defines us, we're going to say Jesus. Because that's, that's the right answer in the South. Jesus. Jesus gives us purpose. Jesus gives us meaning. Jesus defines us. And that's true. Jesus does define us. But what really defines us? What really gives us life? Or gives us purpose? Or gives us meaning? Or gives us value? Is it Jesus? Is it our bank account? Is it the success of our children? Is it our sports teams? Is it our activities? Is it our homes? Is it our work? What defines you? What really is it in your life that gives you purpose, gives you meaning, gives you an identity? And that thing that gives you the identity above all else in your life must be God. Because whatever it is in your life that ultimately defines you is that the thing is the thing that we're really worshiping. There are a lot of things in my life that I dearly love. I, I love my family with all that I am. I, I, I like to tinker with technology. I love music. There's a lot of things in my life that I, that I really love and that, and that add, add value to my life. These things add value. They make my life better and more enjoyable. If I couldn't listen to music, my life would be less. I love music. I was telling Holly the other day, if we ever get out of the COVID, we're going to go to some concerts because I miss music. These things are good, but they don't define me. My faith in Jesus defines me above all else. That's where my life is found. Not in my hobbies. Not in my religious life even. Not even in my family. But my life above all else is found in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has to be the thing in our life that gives us purpose and that gives us meaning. Because here's the deal. Whatever it is in our life that defines us and gives us meaning, if that thing is not God, that thing will in time destroy us and we will in time be destroyed by that thing. What do I mean? If your family, as great as your family is, is the center of your life and defines every part of your every, every part of your life, in time your family's going to get something wrong. If your ultimate worth is found in your children, your children are going to fail at some point. They're going to make a mistake. They're going to not make the team. There's something bad that's going to happen to your kids. And then what's going to happen is, what do you do with your identity when that failure happens? Or what's going to happen is you're going to be so, you're going to drive your kids so hard that they're in time not going to even really enjoy anything. When our identity is found in Christ above all else, then everything else makes sense. Everything else falls into place. But if anything else, your kids, your work, your money, your house, your anything else is in the center of your life, on the throne of your heart, your life will not in time make sense. 
Jesus Christ is the only thing that can define our lives. Joshua was telling the people here, choose what you want to choose. Serve the God to your neighbors. That's fine if you want to do that. But you're not going to be alive. And you're not going to know life. And you're not going to know purpose. And you're not going to know meaning. Life is only found when Jesus Christ is in the center of our life. So today for me and you, we can choose. Are we going to serve the gods of our neighbors and serve the gods of this culture and serve the gods of this world? Are we going to serve Jesus? That's the pivotal choice. And the pivotal decision that we make. Joshua tells him, choose who you're going to serve. But after me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Today, may we make the same choice. Hope you have a great rest of your day. I will see you tomorrow morning for the last day of our online devotion this week. Have a great day.